0: Hola, Boss Chica. Welcome to the Smiley Empowerment Podcast. This is where we celebrate the strength, resilience, and determination of Latina women and all women who are constantly on the go, pushing through challenges and achieving their goals. I like to call these women Boss Chica, like me. If you're a busy woman, ready to be uplifted, inspired, empowered to take charge of your healing journey and be a Boss Chica, you've come to the right place. We can all agree life can be hectic and overwhelming, but anything is possible with the right mindset, attitude, tools, and support. Let me introduce myself. My name is Smiley Filomeno Rodriguez, and I am a Latina life empowerment coach and a social worker. I started this podcast because I know what feeling alone and overwhelmed with past wounds and challenges feel like. I want to help you with self-discovery, self-love, and self-empowerment so you can grow and thrive. Do you sometimes feel alone? sientes sola. Well, you're not alone. No esta sola. You have me, your coach, Smiley. In each episode, I'll share personal stories of resilience, healing tips, practical advice, strategies for managing your time and priorities, improving your relationship with yourself and others, and insights on cultivating a positive and fulfilling, joyful life. So grab your earbuds and tea or coffee, take a deep breath and get ready to be inspired and encouraged. Let's begin this journey together and empower each other to become the best versions of our lives. Let's get started. You got this. Hello, me Boss Chica and fellow listeners. I hope that you are doing well and that you are really taking this time in this transition that we're going from summer to fall to take care of yourself. And I am aware that we are in the back to school season. And for those that have school age kids going back to school this episode is for you, for your mom, for the moms, my boss chicas that are moms or aunties and have school age kids going back to school. I, I want to offer you some practical tips to help you have your child better in the schools. I want to offer you some practical tips for success to empower your child's education while you're building strong bonds with the teachers and the academic team that is supporting your child. But I believe that it all starts in your home and the relationship you have with your child and how do you show up for your child. And I know that it's not easy being a parent, whether you're a single mom or single dad or caretaker, una abuelita, or you're helping a friend raising and helping with their homework. I know that it's not easy. I can relate. I am a social worker. I'm a life coach, but I'm also a mom and an auntie and a titi. And I know how difficult it could be in those school age years, as well as if you have a child that just entered college and you have a young adult, how are we supportive, right, to our children in their academic growth? It's so important. So I want to offer you some tips that can be pretty effective, I think. And I believe that these tips can really help you to set up your kid for success. As parents and caretakers, we understand that. We don't have all the answers, but we do know that one thing that we have in common is that we want to see our child succeed in their education by building these strong bonds with the teachers and the academic teams. And also with your child, I believe that you can really lend yourself to support your child and the academic team, teachers, social workers, guidance counselors, all working together. And I want to offer you three tips to help you and empower you to have a strong relationship with the academic team, if that's okay with you. And if you don't have a school age child, I am so glad you tuned in anyway, because you can really offer support to your comadre, to your bestie, right? You can offer support to a friend or a relative that does have a child that goes to school and you can lend support because it's not easy. And it takes a village to raise our children, right? And to really help them to grow up to be great human beings in society. But it all starts with us in the home and then connecting with the with the academic, right? The academic team that works with our kids. And also a big shout out and the strategies also help for the moms or caretakers that are homeschooling their child that's okay as well. And these tips can be just as effective as well. Okay. So let me give you tip number one, regular communication is so important. And by this, I mean, stay in touch with your child's teacher and the academic team through, this could be through emails, in-person meetings, phone calls, right? Video chats, Because this will really help you stay updated on your child's progress and address any concerns or issues that may be occurring. I also would say, in the regular communication between you and the team at the school or the specific teacher, some schools offer. I know when my son was in school, we had a notebook, a communication notebook that we used. And this notebook would go from the home to the teacher. And in the notebook, we would be able to, the teacher would be able to ask me questions on how my son was doing at home with certain, doing homework or anything that was happening in the home, as well as I had questions and she or he would answer those questions in the notebook. And it was a great way. It was very effective, the communication notebook between me and the teacher, because it gave me the flexibility of time. I don't know about you, but I can imagine that some of us, you know, some of the moms or dads or caretakers have two jobs or are managing a business, have multiple kids, There's different things that are happening and they're limited with time. So having that notebook go from the school, from the teacher back home and back, back and forth was a really good way of communicating besides going to the PTA meeting in person, if there's anything specific, if you have urgency and you need to set up a meeting to express the concerns or any observations on behalf of your child. I think it's great, but I think the notebook now, not all the schools use that where they are allowed to use the notebook communication back and forth with the parent. And I know that teachers are super swamp. So this is something you want to check with the teacher or with the, with the counselor, if it's the counselor also that you may have your child in counseling in the school. So you want to check to see if this is a way that you can communicate, but I wanted to offer it as a tip because it was helpful for me. And I know that there are other moms and dads that have used it in past. So possibly it could be something that can help you in this academic year. Tip number two, be proactive. So, with this, I mean, don't wait till a problem arises before contacting your child's academic team. Take an active role in your child's education. And as busy as you may be, some parents are able to volunteer at a school event, right? Some parents, you might be able to offer some help with homework or projects. So, just being proactive, meaning get involved, take action, and it might be a small, involvement, or it might be a bigger involvement. Don't compare yourself to other parents, right? Because there's some parents that are able to be more involved due to their flexibility of their business or due to that one of the parents might be staying home, right? So don't judge yourself, be gentle, but be proactive. This academic year, be proactive in really contacting the teachers and being involved. Now, I've had parents that have shared with me that sometimes teachers. Because they're so overwhelmed, or whatever the reason may be, sometimes a parent could be very involved and the teacher is not as receptive, maybe because. They're having some limitations with capacity at the school and so many kids in a classroom. So be mindful of that, but still be proactive. I would say, you know, work with the teacher, have that communication. Like in tip number one, I said, when you have regular communication, just advocate for your kid and for yourself, right? In being proactive, also be proactive to engage your child, right? In conversations as well as to how was your day, right? I always used to do this with my child uh, with my son and he already graduated college but and also with my nephews and nieces and they know this that I would say okay how was your day and they would say one word good and I would say okay what was good about it and this would allow my child to reflect and be like okay more than just a one word right to describe his or her day that your child might be going going through different things when you push a little and say, okay, what was good about it? Or what was bad about it? It gives an opportunity for your child to express. Sometimes be ready where they're like, I don't want to talk about it. Give them room and be you know, respectful of of them as well to say, okay, we could talk about it at a later time. If there's no urgency, if you find that there is some urgency, because you might be suspecting that they're being bullied, or you might be suspecting that they're struggling in school, just maneuver gently, but be very proactive also in your child's life in the sense to know what's happening in school. Cause while they're in school, you're not present. When they come home, you depend on them sharing with you, right. And tr- and building that trust little by little. So if last year was rough and you find that your child was not as communicative, try to this approach that I'm sharing, which is probing a little more, right? If they answer one or two with one or two words, Try to engage them with a full sentence for them to speak a little bit more because the more you have an open communication, both with the teachers and the academic team, as well as with your child, the better the school year will be. That doesn't mean that there won't be challenges, but what it would offer is opportunity for more of a dialogue and understanding in that dialogue of what's happening so you can address it. Because there are times where parents are surprised when their child, at the end, right of maybe midway of the school year or towards the end, is that they're learning things that they're like, "Oh, I didn't know that," right? So it's important early on that you start having that tr- building that trust between you and your and your child so they can open up a little bit. Now, granted, you can have all the trust in the world and your child. And I I don't know if you remember when you were a child, right? That you didn't want to talk about certain things with your mom or your dad or, or the person who's who's caretaking you, right? Or with your abuela, you felt shy. You That's not a conversation you wanted to have. Or also sometimes you just didn't know how to address it or that it was important to talk about. So the more you probe your child and engaging with them in conversation, the better it will get. I promise. Okay? So being proactive is so important for you to have better understanding of your child's education and for you to position yourself to advocate for your child's needs, right? And those could be academic needs, learning needs, as well as emotional need. So it's so important. Many of our kids sometimes are struggling with mental health issues with feeling sad, very lonely, isolated, some kids are experiencing bully bullying. Some of our kids are the person that's you know being the the person who's bullying others. so it's important for you to have an open dialogue and have a lot of observation with your kid. Now you may say, well, smiley, you know I have two jobs or I have a job in a business and I'm barely home and I'm trying my best and that's you know what, mom dad that's okay. It's okay if you are doing your best and you're trying right It's okay. But what's not okay, it's when you may find yourself not asking for help, not finding ways to improve what you know that you're lacking. And sometimes you may not know it, but I want you to take reflection, right? How are you parenting and how are you engaged with the school? And sometimes because we're so tired and because we're so overwhelmed, we skip going to PTA meetings. We may skip asking a lot of questions because we're so overwhelmed and i encourage you to do the opposite to push a little and i've been there i i trust me i've been there i've experienced many different things that were not as pleasant and when my son was going into the schools which is you know when you are overworked yourself or you're experiencing loss or grief or different things that impact you as as a parent the energy and the focus that you need to engage with your Kids, teachers, and and the homework, and a lot of the things that maybe if your kid is in upper grades that you don't remember certain subjects that you're like, oh my god, how do I help you in this homework? And I myself need a a, a refresher on that. So it could be very overwhelming, right? It can re- really be overwhelming. But if you really practice tip number one, which is the regular communication, you can learn a little bit more about what is the expectation from the teacher for your kid for the for your child each subject. What are they expecting? Also speaking to your child. That's why in step two, being proactive with the teacher and with your child, engaging and making sure that you are on top of their academic growth and what is going on with your kid. What is he struggling with? Because sometimes our kids are struggling with different subjects, whether that's math, history, and there's different reasons for it. Some of our kids need to be evaluated too, right? Because they may have a certain different learning style. And you need to be proactive to advocate for your child academically. What do they need? Okay. Tip number three, show appreciation. This is so big. It's so big to, as you're getting involved to show the teachers and the academic team, right. That are really working and supporting your students and are really working with you as well. Show them appreciation, gratitude. It's important to do that. And that could be done very simply it could be a simple thank you note that you send the teacher or f- or for the academic team it could be a small gift if you know if you would like it could be flowers it could be it could be any small gesture that signifies that you appreciate them right that goes a long way and that helps you in creating and building some strong bonds and fostering a positive relationship with the academic team and with the teachers. So I'm not talking about bribing, right? We're not talking about going over the top and big gifts and expensive gifts, but a simple thank you note, right? Pointing out to them that you appreciate and you see them, their effort with your child, as well as showing appreciation for your children too, because I would definitely celebrate and help your child to celebrate themselves in their effort. You may see that in the first half of the year, your kid is struggling with a with a subject or two and they're showing effort, maybe they're getting tutor and you're seeing your child's effort, regardless if they improved a bit or not, they put effort. If you're seeing that your child is really putting effort and working on themselves and really giving their all and working and trying their best to learn, let's forget about passing or not passing the class for a minute talking about learning and having that experience of being open to learn, that effort, you can show appreciation to your kid to say, hey, I appreciate that you are really willing to learn and that you're giving your effort. You're putting the best effort that you can, and it shows by you showing up, right? Staying connected in the classroom, doing your best. So show them appreciation. It's so important to show appreciation to our teachers the academic team our social workers big shout out to my colleagues the social workers in the school the guidance counselors the speech therapists right the the counselors that work in the school as well as the cooks that you know and the chefs that are in the school cooking the meals for you know for the kids in the cafeteria the custodian right the people that are keeping the building clean the principals the assistant principals this is a whole team the moms right the students Everyone together, the PTA coordinators, everyone needs to feel appreciated. And from time to time, it's good you as, as the parent of your child to stay connected with the academic team and make effort to show that you appreciate, right? Because all of this together is you modeling also to your child of what it is to be grateful and to be appreciative of the teachers and the time that they take in really achieving success for them, right? And as well as your children to be seen and heard and understood and appreciated and valued that they are also making effort in their academic growth. So that's very important. These three tips, I think, can really help you to get organized. As a bonus, I wanted to add also for you to know that it's important the setting at the home right? So it's very important whether you live in a in a space that's very big or in a space that's small, you can designate an area in your home where you can have the space for your child to do their homework, to really work on projects for school. That's very important. A designated space is helpful because it helps your child create this habit and routine and a positive routine that helps them in their academic growth and in their learning. So if you don't have a lot of space, I could give you an idea. Let's say you have a common area where is the dining table, right? No matter the size that it is, you can put like a nice tablecloth that's colorful. And when it's time to do homework, set out the scheduling of the time and the family time, right? When it's time to do homework, You can set a tablecloth and they have affordable ones. You can find them in the 99 cent store or just affordable tablecloth, or even if it's plastic and different colors, that's vibrant. And then you change it up, right? This is the time for homework. You can do the homework here at the, at the dinner table. You can put some treats there, right? Right make sure they have their water or juice of their preference right and just encourage them to sit down and do their homework and you can help them as they go along when it's dinner time right and if you tend to have dinner every day all together or certain days then you could change the tablecloth and put it into a, another color which is maybe your typical color or no tablecloth at all and then that signals that okay now we're going to have dinner so it's good to have a family calendar of activities that's also Um, as bonus tip I wanted to give, as well as you having an established area for homework, you can decorate it, you could get creative with it, or you could keep it simple. But that's a space that it's respected, that it's, it's, it's put for your child to do their homework and stay focused, right? But it's important to have a very collaborative attitude with your child so you can interact with them and know that you support them in their learning. So do a calendar, a family calendar, where you can really set, and that could be in in on the refrigerator. This is not the calendar from the school, which you can also have up on the refrigerator, but this is a calendar for the family. And in that calendar, you can put activities that you want to do right as a family. You can put the homework time, the dinner time, the time that it's now. You could go out to play, or you can play, you know, PlayStation, or play a game. You can actually create a calendar for the family where everybody knows what peop- what each person in the family is doing at different times. And there's activities that you can set up, right? There could be activities that you can have. You can have game night, movie night, all of that in the calendar. So I hope that these tips really help you to stay connected with your child, with, your, with the teachers and the academic team. It's so important to really follow these tips and other tips so they can empower your child's education and help them achieve success both in and outside the classroom. That's why I spoke about having a family calendar where you can do activities together and have them up on the calendar and engage your child. Ask them, what would you like to do, right? What do you want to do on weekends? Or what do you want to be a movie night? What type of, what, what movie you want to do? Get them involved in selecting that helps them instead of us as parents to say, well, this is what you're going to do because I said, so I come from, (laughs) from that type of schooling, get involved with them. Let them also have some type of selection on what they like to do and pay close attention to what they're sharing about their school, right? About what happened in school. Remember when I said, when you're asking that question, how was your day at school? you were very specific, they may just give you a one answer, good. Then you go back and say, okay, what was good about it? And at first they may not be as expressive, but when you get into a routine of asking this question, little by little throughout the year, this academic year, you'll see the difference from the beginning to the end by next summer that they might be a little bit more open. Just try it out. And when I mean try it out, just don't do it one or two days really make, make it into a habit to ask these questions how was the school or who did you have lunch with today in the cafeteria get involved with the with the friends know them by name what's going on you know you might start seeing when they speak of certain people certain kids or friends their eyes light up right they they're getting get very engaged but they may speak of someone else and be more shy or feel sad about something Just talk about it because feelings matter. So I hope that these tips helped. If you want to hear more tips like these, please let me know. I might do a masterclass on this live on Instagram. I might do something like that, but it's important to talk about as parents that it's not easy. It's not easy to raise our children. It's not easy to engage with the school. And if you are homeschooling These tips are helpful as well because you can really set up more than ever. You need to set up designated times more than than anything. I know that for for moms that are homeschooling their kids, you have to be very organized. I give you props because that is not easy to do. But make sure that you are keeping that communication with your child about what are the things they like about the day when they're home what are the type of activities if you're going out more and exploring the park and connecting science with outside activities right what do they want to see more engage with the child to know what they what they appreciate what activities are helpful and as a bonus if you are homeschooling your child you need a break right you need to sometimes disengage because the home is the academic setting, as well as you can be very creative and use outdoors, extracurriculum, right? You can go to museums. When you homeschool, you have a little bit more flexibility, but also you have to learn how to work the space when you want to break it off from, if you don't have a lot of space where there's like a basement or another room that you can then break it out. Okay. Now it's family time and it's, we're going to put everything away of this, of education and the books and things like that and try to decompress and now engage in family time activities. So it's so important and also decompress mom and dad and uh, caretakers, you know, make sure that you are connecting with other adults and having conversations that, can help you in your process of raising your child, whether you're sending them to school or whether you're homeschooling, it's important to also speak about your feelings. What are you feeling? So I hope these tips helped and that all of our kids have an amazing school year, a prosperous one in their learning and a safe one. I pray that over every single child and all the teachers all over, whether you're homeschool or in the schools, that they have a successful academic year and that we will continue to work together for the best, best, the very best opportunities for our kids to have. This is your coach, Smiley, signing out. Till next time, take good care of yourself and of each other. Besitos.